That was what I was willing to do at the time so I could do more, get more experience quicker. So the big question is what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. And as you are growing and as you're developing your mindset, brings us really nicely into topic two. It's figuring out your style. Figuring out what you like, what you don't like, I'm assuming, right? So tell us a little bit, because we started diving into that and you started hinting at figuring it out, what your style is in the previous topic. So now that we have opened up this can of worms, let's dive in. (laughs) So uh, what I noticed is like every real estate trainer has their style Mm -hmm. and some are a little more strict than others. Like it's this way or the highway. Like, don't do that. That's dumb. Like you only do it like this. But for me, like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I like 50% of what you're saying. Like, I, I, I believe all 100%, but this other part makes me uncomfortable. And yes, doing things that make you uncomfortable help you grow. But it's a balance of me feeling inauthentic. Me, like, you have to say the script just like this. And if you don't, like, you won't get good results. And so I was like the robot regurgitating the scripts and it worked. But I didn't feel like, I don't know, like these aren't my words. So one thing Aaron helped me learn after I tried to copy exactly the way he said everything (laughs) as a role play partner um, is like the framework is there of like, you're just asking questions so you can help people. And yeah, there's a certain order that can help you get to a certain result, like setting an appointment, but it doesn't have to be like that. But then one of the, my other coaches told me, it's like, it's like playing piano. You know, you got to learn the scales before you like improv and play jazz. So like, there's so much stuff that kind of helped me understand it all that helped me grow. Um, but yeah, like at first I was like, I just have to say it just like Aaron, if I want to sell as many houses as Aaron. And I feel like I did, I started to do better but I didn't really start to really feel like I was doing a, like myself justice until I kind of got comfortable enough to like tweak it. So it's my words. Like I'm still asking the same questions, but I'm just kind of, I'm doing it as Alex. Cause I'm, I'm not Aaron or I'm not, you know, Mike Ferry. I'm not Tom Ferry or one of the other coaches. So, so kind of what I'm, what I'm gathering and, and listen, Copying is the highest form of flattery that we can give to whoever's sharing with us, right? But the reason like, I don't like scripts is because I think of conversations as frameworks. And exactly to what you're saying is like, I may not speak a certain way. So for me to force myself to say it exactly the way it's written, it just comes out inauthentic. And the other person can feel it they can hear it and I don't sound as confident as opposed to like, like I deal with a lot of internet leads when, when I role play, I'm very informal of the way I speak, which means it translates to the way I practice my scripts because it sounds a lot more natural and intuitive when I have the conversation as opposed to, so what kind of home are you looking at? 
Where are you trying to move? What neighborhood do you want to be in? No, it's like, hey, guys. These are good questions. Like, they're helpful to help them. But yeah, it's like the delivery of making it more of just like who you are as a person. And you want to say house instead of home. Like, it's not going to like change everything. You're not going to be able to help them after that. Like, it's just, there's benefits to scripts. I very much believe that. And I, and I agree with you, but I think at some, so I think scripts is like that initial phase one of you trying to learn what you're trying to seek and the outcome you're moving towards to when you master the script and when you perfect it, you know, it like it's the back of your hand. Then to me, you have to turn it into the framework to move it from the, I'm a little bit less confident. This does not sound like me to, I know my shit. I know exactly what I need to know, how to ask. And now the conversation isn't linear. Now the conversation can be a little bit more dynamic, right? Because you may open up, and I love this question. So tell me a little bit about what you're looking for. And if you ask it in a certain way, they're going to tell you the numbers of beds, numbers of baths. They're going to tell you the area and all this. And then if you go, well, how many beds are you looking for? But they've already answered it and you're sticking to the script now you yeah. are like, okay, but I got to go <laughs> back to They're not listening to me at all. Yeah. yeah. And now they feel like you're exactly what you just said, that, that I'm not listening to them. So learn the script, know the dynamics, know the outcome, but at the same time, know that it's a framework. So if they give you answers to the six questions that you're supposed to ask, don't be an idiot. Don't ask them. <laughs> Common sense is kind of like, I guess, to, to be assumed <laughs> in all of this. But I guess it doesn't hurt to to point that out because, you know, just awareness helps yes. a lot. Like just being simply aware of what you're doing or not doing can help you naturally, you know, adjust. Yeah. But yeah, going back to like finding your style, like even though I was in Mike Ferry one-on-one coaching, I still was like watching other videos of like Buffini and other just other real estate agents that weren't in coaching at all. Anyone who was willing, who was doing more than me or more successful than me and was willing to share their, you know, secrets or whether they consider it secrets or not, I would take it and maybe I'd try it and see if it worked or not. I would like self-test and I'd be like, did this work? Did I like doing it this way? Um, And another part of find your own style is like, I know many agents that are super successful just by like doing what they like to do. So if they like, you know, just kind of talking within their you know community or church or whatever it may be, and they may not sell 200 homes a year, but they're happy and they're making enough money to live. Um, like that's their style. Like that, that works for them. So not what everyone, I guess everyone can do it a little bit differently. And, and that's the great thing about real estate is that there isn't just one way to do it. There's, there's many, many ways to find clients. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. And and I love that you bring up this point because I think the social pressure that we put ourselves through and we try to carry the world on our shoulders, I guess, or at least some of us do, it is okay for you to not wanting to have the Lamborghini or the house on the water if that is not your style. 
It is totally okay for you to also <laughs> want that if that is your style and to try to break into that market. There's nothing wrong with being less or more ambitious. There's nothing, you know, that can basically quote unquote knock you off the tracks. And I like that you're saying this because I think there's going to be some people that are listening to this podcast and they do want to do, you know, six, seven figures and beyond when it comes to their production. And there's some people who just want to, you know, have a lifestyle business and a, and a, and a good lifestyle. And that is a okay too. The action is different, but if it's not in alignment with where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do, and it's not your style, it will never feel authentic. You'll, you're never going to push to get to where you need to go or to do what is required of you in order to achieve that, right? And like, I guess there's two sides to like every coin. So like in that in a community, they were, everyone was very, not everyone, but a lot of people were very successful and they would take the time to talk to people that were newer and share like pretty much everything. Um, but it was very much like a push to do like more, 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 more deals, more money. And like, that was cool. And I did more deals and I made a lot more money, but I guess I never really thought that like the alternative as an option, like I and I got wrapped up in it and I, and I'm, I'm glad I did, but like now at my point in my career now, I value time with like my wife and my dogs and I don't want to work 24 seven anymore. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I have a I've developed a great team and it took years and years and years of just hard work doing more than the other agents were willing to do, waking up earlier, working seven days a week. I don't recommend that for everybody, but that, was what I was willing to do at the time. So I could be, do more, get more experience quicker. Um, I guess one thing that kind of pops into my mind is. See, I think we have like seasons in our business, right? Like you had your grind mode season, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) You had your growth slash build a team season, which was probably like grind mode times two. And now you are, okay, I have done X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Now that I'm taking my foot off the pedal, but now I'm my leverage season where my team is taking some of that off. So I can breathe. I can come up for air. And yeah, like maybe I'm making a, like keeping a little less money this year than I did from like two years ago, but I'm okay with that because how much more time I'm getting time. Yeah. And I know I'm not old by any means. I'm only 38. But I feel a lot older than when I was 24. <laughs> sure. Like I had a lot more energy to, to wake up at five and go work out and role play twice a day. And like I, when I was uh, brand new, I did open houses Saturday and Sunday because what else did I have to do? Sure. Like just all the time, just doing something and getting very little results. Hence why earlier I was saying how I'd come home like just defeated but I finally had enough success that I realized like, Hey, I think this might work out. And then within a couple of years after that, I went from doing like 20 deals, 30 deals, 40 deals, 80 deals. Like it jumped, it doubled in one year. And I definitely don't think I could have done that without my wife helping. Cause we were both fully committed to like, this is what we're doing and having like coaching and guidance. Um, it just, 
helped a lot. <laughs> helped see that explosive growth very, very quickly. Do you, do you attribute the one-on-one coaching more to your growth or the one-on-one coaching slash combination of you looking at other successful agents on like YouTube, other podcasts, so on and so forth? Like, does somebody need a one-on-one coach, in your opinion, to get to where they need to go? Or can they be a little bit resourceful with YouTube University and get to a certain point where, you know, where they maybe are financially prepared for that whatever thousand, two thousand dollar month investment? So I don't think it's a one size fits all. <laughs> I know that like for me, I don't go to the gym unless I'm meeting my personal trainer. And like I used to sometimes, but like now, like I won't go. I just like grab my rack. Is it the accountability that you have there? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I know what to do. I've been working out for years. I know the proper form. I know what, like I need someone that I'm like, well, I'm paying them the money. I might as well show up. Um, That's my personality style where even though like I could have learned it all without a coach, it gave me accountability. It gave me 30 minutes a week where they would ask specific questions. And like, I still, I learned so much from all my coaches that I don't know if, if they put that information out there in the world. And like, again, with the seasons, like what was happening in year two versus year five, you know, is is different. And like, they're able to give you very specific advice to what is happening right now in your business. Like I've got a client, this is the issue. We're trying to work through it. And he's like, boom, solution. Like how many hours of YouTube would you have to watch to maybe come across it? it? And you hear it two years later and you're like, oh man, I wish I heard that two years ago when I was dealing with that big headache. Like I saw value in it. And like when you're in coaching, they usually reinforce staying in coaching. They're like, you know, Michael Jordan had a coach. Tiger Woods has a coach. And I'm like, that makes sense. So like I'm, my business is growing. I'm still seeing value. Um, like only reason I stopped having a coach recently is cause like I you know, was taking my foot off the gas pedal. So I was like, well, if I'm going to be making a little bit less money, I'm gonna cut a couple expenses. I've been <laughs> doing this for 13 years. One-on-one. I feel like I've gotten enough that if the only reason I would get back into it would be like for more accountability. Yeah. And I, I like that. I'm yeah. sure I would still learn some new stuff cause the market's changing. First part of my career, we were getting really good at price reductions because you needed to sell a house. You know, the last couple of years, you know, my I've had to help my buyer's agents learn to have these conversations about, you know, making your offer as appealing as possible. Like different part, different markets require different conversations. And now we're getting back into you might need to start, you know, uh, it's like a muscle. Like if you haven't been working out your price reduction muscle it's an atrophy so like getting back into it's gonna be a little like oh like what do i say like uh you got to work that out now as things have changed the market season is is changing big time big time thanks for listening to this episode if you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com partner or you can just click the link in the description below